Hello, this is me. I'm back trying to record in another episode outside. It's like all like, uh, I love fall. <laughs> I, uh, I live in Wisconsin, um, which means life has been very dramatic here the last week or so because of the Kenosha everything with Jacob Blake. But one thing is I love the fall. Um, and it's finally getting to, like, the 60s, 70s, which is, like, my favorite temperature outside. So, hopefully there aren't any bees around this time to randomly attack me. Um, yeah. Uh, today was, today was mostly kind of a rough day. And I just felt like it would be good for me after work was done to record one of these. So here I am. Um, It's just, I guess, I wouldn't say it's just occurring to me, but I get hit with, with feelings of like loneliness and also not just like loneliness like that's loneliness has been like a I don't mean to sound like a really over dramatic like emo kid song from like 2004 but um like I've been lonely for probably most of my life because for so much of it I I was always pretending to be something else because like I couldn't actually act like myself when um when the abuse was going on because I couldn't tell anybody that it was going on (sighs) um but beyond that lately I've just been kind of feeling like I'm just kind of like floating out there in the world and I don't really have like a place right now like um and by that I mean like like a friend group I suppose like I told a lot of I set boundaries with a lot of the friends that I have here um in Wisconsin the friends that I that I still have now that I consider friends are the ones that I made at Rogers, the treatment center I went to, and I'm very happy to still have those people, but, and honestly, like, that part of it isn't even that big of a deal, like, um, like, it is, like, I feel like that would be a bigger deal if, you know, COVID wasn't going on, or if the U.S., like, wasn't a trash fire, and just, like, never got like we're, you're supposed to have a first wave and then have it finish and then have a second wave in the winter and I think we're just going to just have like a big it's just going to keep continuing because the first wave never stopped so like if we were every other country in the world and we're able to um, you know do what we we're supposed to do to stop it then that would that, like having friends here would mean more but like right now like we can't really do much of like the things that we would do we would have done anyway like all of the summer things that my friends and I usually do in the summertime were all canceled um 
and most of the places we would go or things we would do are not open or you have to be so careful about what you do that like it's a lot of like the fun of it would wouldn't be the same so like there's that but like honestly like a lot of those friendships were kind of waning in the last couple years of my life I just like finally got to the point where I was like mentally okay where I could be okay with um, cutting those people out of my life and being alone even though right now I'm like trying not to cry on a making a podcast episode about how I feel lonely but still like before I just wanted to have people and I didn't really care about how they treated me or not like if they treated me good or not I just wanted to have people to not be alone um and now that I have some like standards for myself I set those so I'm not like upset necessarily about those people being around um, not being around it's not necessarily that it's more like the friends that I usually have um online which sounds weird but like I guess for people who never were part of like internet culture I suppose and it like having a friend online was like a not like a thing that people that you ever really did um but I've had friends online since I was like like 12 or 13 um obviously back then it was a lot harder because I'm 35 so when I was 12 or 13 that was like 1997 98 when we only had AOL and it took like 17 years for you to sign on and um and all that kind of stuff and there was like yahoo groups back then that you would go to instead of like how just like texting or or the different apps and stuff like that like we have now but i've had friends since then i've had good friends that i consider good friends since i was like 15 or 16 in like different fandoms and i'm in like this weird in between place because I kind of figured out like that a lot of the reason why I always was like obsessed with like something whether it was like a band or a book series a lot of the time or like a movie series or whatever there was always something that I was like reading fan fiction of since I was like 13 or so and um, would take up a lot of my time that like I would use a lot of time thinking about and things like that um and like make friends with it it was easy like part of it is it's easy to make friends with uh to make friends when I we already have this thing in common so we already have like this base of knowledge that I can kind of go to and have conversations about um and it's way easier than just talking to a person you don't you've never met before um and of course it's a lot easier talking to people online and like telling them things about how you really feel and things like that than to ever tell people face to face um because they don't know what you look like you can kind of at least in my case I could like act more like myself um because I didn't have to I I didn't see them in person and all of that anxiety and stuff wasn't there. 
that usually is there. Um, and, but like, I figured out that, like, in like the last year that, um, a, like the reason why I always had something like that was because I needed something to, like, escape my life. Like, my life was so hard and just, like, distressing and depressing and overwhelming and scary, Uh, like, most of the time, honestly, until, like, a year, like, uh, six months ago, until, like, this year, um, that, like... I I needed something to have as, like, an escape. So, like, and, like, I found, I always found, like, characters and things um, that reminded me of me and were kind of, like, acting out the things that I was dealing with, but in, like, a science fiction or fantasy world. Um, So the world itself wasn't anything like the one I lived in now, so I could use it, I could escape into it, like, and, like, I still never, I will never understand people who get, like, really into shows that are set just in, like, our society. I just think it's so boring. Like, I just don't care about it. Um, but that's, like, why, that's, like, what I was using it, those things for was to get away from my world. I didn't want to be reminded of it, but I wanted to see people that I recognized um, of, like, people in myself or, like, people, you know, things like that, and, but, like, I don't need to, I'm not hiding from my life anymore, like, I'm not, um, like, life is still scary, but it's a different kind of scary, it's, it's scary because I'm now, like, uh, uh, making my own decisions, and trying to do something that actually make me happy, so, like, if it doesn't work, then there's nobody else to blame except for me. And that's terrifying, but it's not scary in the same way where I had somebody abusing me and manipulating me and gaslighting me and all that kind of stuff that was going on before. So, like, I don't need to be into something that, like, helps me escape from it. I don't have anything to escape from (laughs) anymore. But because I don't, like, I feel like I don't have anywhere that I really fit. Um, like, I don't know who's listening to this. Like, if people who follow me on Instagram or Twitter who already know me listen to this. Or if it's just random people who found this because they searched for, like, trauma and PTSD and incest and found this. I'm honestly really happy with whoever listens to this. But if you haven't known me before listening to this, um, like I was, I've been in like the Star Wars fan in the last couple of years, the last, probably the last like four years. Yeah. About four years. Um, and I'm, but I'm not a part of it anymore. And like part of that was like last year when everything became so hard before I went to Rogers and got help and then being at Rogers was still really hard like going through that treatment was really hard so when I did that I basically just like disappeared and didn't pay attention to any of the other stuff that was really going on um but like when things got really hard like I just started 
like, um, getting rid of people, like, on, you know, people that, if you're part of a fandom, you understand that there's people that you, like, follow on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, um, because they like the thing that you like, but you don't really get, you're, like, acquaintances, I guess, but you don't really get along, but you still have them on there. I got rid of, like, all those people last year, um, in the summertime. I just, in the fall. I, if somebody said something that I didn't like, or, honestly, if someone said something that gave me, like, anxiety or stressed me out, I just unfollowed them. The people that I had left, um, when the Black Lives Matter movement started in June, if anybody said anything stupid about any of that, I just got rid of them on like and that went not just for fandom for anybody (laughs) on like twitter or facebook or anything um which helped and i still have a couple people um from like star wars fandom that i have on like instagram or mostly twitter but it's just i don't it's so weird like i see them talking about stuff like there is i haven't read a star wars book in like two over two years it's been like two and a half years I used to read them like the day they came out um because I read really fast I would finish them in like a day or day and a half or something I haven't read a new one in like two years everything that people are talking about when it comes to that I I haven't read um and I like don't want to (laughs) like that's like the main thing about it is that I don't want to. Like, there's, like, one... There's one book series people have talked about, which, like, the description of it basically sounded like PTSD, like, the the novel trilogy. <laughs> I think it's called, like, Shadowfall or something like that. And it's... That I would want... I think I'll want to read sometime, even though I think it'll be really hard for me to read because it'll probably, like, be really triggering. But I... That kind of a book, I think I would enjoy because the characters will probably be like dealing with really complex things like I do but so maybe one day I'll read those (laughs) um but other than that like I don't follow like the news I only know if something's going on if I keep seeing people mention something um and but it's just like oh there's a new tv show that's cool and that's it like even when like the new when the movie came out last December I saw it on opening night, and then I saw it, like, this Saturday of opening weekend. Like, I bought tickets for those two shows um, a couple months before they came out. And I was really glad I did, because at the time I had, like, no money, and it would have been really hard for me to go. And, like, I loved the Rise of Skywalker movie. Like, the the sequel trilogy is my favorite trilogy out of all of them, and it's not, honestly, it's not even close. <laughs> with the other two it's my favorite one by far and honestly if you're listening to this and you don't like that that's fine I really don't give a shit if you liked it or not um but on like really though like think about me and even if you only know me from what I've said on this podcast is it really surprising that the trilogy where the main like Jedi character comes from was in denial about the fact that her family was horrifying and hurt a lot of people and um was able to like see that just because things some people in her family did were horrible and painful doesn't mean that 
she has to live that same life and she can like adopt become part of another family that more fits with who she is like are you really surprised I love this trilogy (laughs) that's literally my life so um but like even so like when I saw the movie that was it like I saw it twice opening weekend and I was done and even now like I could get it I'll probably get it on like digital maybe one day when um like money isn't quite an issue or like I have the when I just want to watch it again but I I don't really care about it like that I have haven't really thought about it much since I saw it in the theaters other than I fucking love this movie and it made me really happy um but other than that that's it so and so there's like the Star Wars people that I've been that I've known for a few years that have been where a lot of like the good friends that I've had have been and then um one thing that happened when I started going like dealing with everything and going through all of that was I uh listened to Linkin Park a lot a lot um they've always been one of my favorite bands um like I can remember getting their CD when I was in high school and listening to it a lot when I was in high school um but like their last CD especially is all about mental health so listening to it when I was going through everything and then especially finding out that the lead singer Chester that um died a couple years ago that he was a child sex abuse victim I didn't know that until like 2018 when I started listening to them again um when he had already been dead for a year like that made them be like so make him so important and made them so much more important so I have, like, some friends from that, like, fandom or community, but I don't really fit in anywhere. Like, the Star Wars stuff is just, it's weird and awkward now. Like, people are talking about stuff and they're really passionate about it, and I don't care anymore. Like, it's been, like, over a year since I've really cared about it like that, and that's probably never going to come back, like... Whenever there's a new movie or show, I'll go see it. I'll love it, but that it's not the it's not the same. So like the friends that I have, like yeah, we made we had a friendship outside of it, but that was like the basis of what we talked about. So now I'm just like I don't even know how to be, like how do we be friends outside of that? Like without when they are still part of it and I'm not at all. So there's like this weird. It's just weird. Like they still engage in it and I don't in any way and when they talk about stuff I have no idea what they're talking about most of the time and I'm just not interested in it at all um and then when with like the Lincoln Park people like I could like like I'm not going back to college but I if I went back to college and got like a master's in something I could write like a thesis on like the Lincoln Park fandom and grief and the levels of PTSD that every basically everybody who is still in it has and how they deal with it because yeah Chester Bennington dying was very traumatic it doesn't like I think seeing people react to Chadwick 
um, Bossman Dine, which was shocking too. Like, I, like, could not feel my body for, like, a half hour because I was just shocked by uh, the fact that he had cancer and that he was dead. I could not believe it. Um, but, like, that reminded me a lot of how it felt when Chester died, but Chester is always sadder. Like, even even though I didn't know he was a child abuse, child sex abuse victim then, and I didn't even know I was when he died or I wasn't aware of it when he died, um, it hurt a lot, like, I always say, like, I was, like, numb then, I had, like, no feelings, and I was still, like, in a lot of pain over him dying, which shows that, um, his music was always really important to me, (sighs) but, like, it's, so that fandom is very, like, weird, like, there's some kids in it, and I call them kids because they're, like, teenagers, some of them are still in high school, or they're like early 20s where like when the first CD came out they were like not even born or like one um there's people like my age and then there's people all the people in between but ever since Chester died like his family is very much like my family so it's very abusive and gaslighting and and all that and must have hated it that he like got away from all of them and built like this whole new life without them where he was, you know, successful and happy and all that kind of stuff and had positive, like, healthy relationships with all of the members in the band. Um, So, like, now that he's dead, they all just, like, run their mouth all the time. So, like, it's really complicated to try to deal with that as fans and then, and still, like, try to... It's just not easy. (laughs) Um, It's very complex but like I don't feel like I fit any anywhere there in there either um like there's like what I call what we kind of call like Chester people and I'm definitely one of those people but even with those people it's hard because like grief is complicated (laughs) it's so complicated and so that's like super complex anyway but like I don't really feel like I fit in And, like, I had, like, this moment today, like, I have a friend from there, and she, as, like, a joke, like, I was, we were talking about how we get, like, angry sometimes, like, and fly off a handle, like, Chester would, like, he was just really passionate, and I have that kind of passion, and she does too, but, like, before you really deal with it, it's, like, zero to, like, five million, um, and so I've dealt with it so I can be angry and control it and, like, not lose my mind, but, like, she hasn't dealt with it as much, so, like, saying that she's, like, a volcano and she goes off, and so she did, like, one of those funny Facebook things where they, like, I don't know what they do, they somehow, like, go through your profile and say what you're like, Like, it said that I was, like, a cat, which is actually really close to how I am. It said I was, like, feisty and independent and strong and curious about the world, which is, yeah, yeah, that pretty much is me. Um, And so because it called her a volcano, and I've said she goes, she has, like, volcano mode. She, like, she, like, tagged me in this post on Facebook in it, and all the people in the in like the comments on that thread were all like 
people that I kind of know, but I don't feel close with. And I, like, kept getting notified every time they posted a comment until I finally turned them off. But it just made me really sad because, like, they were, they all were talking about, like, they all knew each other and they all were just saying, like, you know, jokes and stuff like friends do. And I don't know any of their jokes because I'm not, I'm not part of that friend group. Like, even, like, the friend that posted that, like, we don't really talk that much, and it's not like that. So it was, like, reading people, being friends, how I used to be, and just feeling, like, the odd one out, like, I was almost like, why did she even tag me in this, even though that's a joke with me, because I had to sit there and watch her be like read people be friends in the way that I used to have friends and now I don't have friends like that anymore like I don't have friends like that in real life or internet life I just feel so like I said I feel like I'm floating just out there like I have the things that I love, but I don't really fit in in anything anymore. And I'm just kind of around. And that's not the healthiest situation for me for the long term. Because then my mind like runs crazy. And I catastrophize like crazy. And just in case people don't know what catastrophizing is, like, I learned what that was just from seeing people mention it on Twitter when talking about mental health and Googling it. Um, So don't feel bad if you don't know what that is. But it's like, it's that moment when, like, someone says one thing that sparks, like, a thought in your head and it just, like, makes this like crazy derailment happen um like the other day I'm trying to remember what caused it oh yeah so um I paint and like make paintings and stuff and my sister I got I somehow got like blue paint like all over her like on like her dresser and her wall and a little bit on her floor in the room that I'm staying in at my sister's even though I've been trying to be careful I don't I don't know what I did that one day where I just got it like everywhere um but I made another painting and I was sitting in her kitchen and she was like why don't you wash your hands and because my hands were like blue with paint which is normal when you like are a painter to have paint on on you like all the time and I had I like the other thing that happens when you paint is that when you're when your painting's drying you kind of look at it and kind of touch up little areas on it and stuff so I'd already washed my hands like three times when I kept like touching the painting my paintings um so I said like I'm not gonna do it again because I've already washed my hands like four times 
and she was like why like and then she was like what what why did you what do you mean and she took it as like I washed my hands a bunch of time and the paint won't come off so then she was like are you sure that the stuff is going to come off of like the dresser and things like that in our room and And I was like and I said like I don't mean it like that I mean that I keep touching and painting so I keep having to rewash my hands I'm just going to wait until I'm done like touching them um before washing them again um but she obviously could tell that I was like upset after that and I was upset like um one of the things that is hard for me is cleaning is like a huge trigger actually um and so and I know that I'm like messy because cleaning is such a huge trigger and um so I'm always like hypersensitive about that when I'm at other people's place that I want to like I didn't want to come and live at her apartment for a month for free and then leave and have everything be a mess and like have me mess up their stuff so when she said that that all of a sudden that turned into like I can't even stay here a month without messing up my sister's stuff their like furniture and their like sheets and stuff are ruined because of me and um it always starts off with me being like angry at her for saying that stuff but then it just turns into like I'm not actually angry at her I'm just like deflecting because I'm angry at myself because I couldn't like keep her keep paint off of her stuff for the last like week or so that I lived here and and then it just turned into like I'm a piece of shit and I don't deserve anything and like this is why I don't have any friends or people in my life anymore and da 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 because that's just how catastrophizing works like one little thing happens and it just turns into this huge downward spiral where I basically like convince myself for an hour that I didn't deserve anything because I got paint on some of my sister's stuff and of course like she felt bad um after like that hour and when we were texting back and forth about it and said like I don't care I don't care about that stuff um but it's just how like how my mind can be like honestly like the fact that I pulled myself out of it after an hour was a huge like that's huge improvement like I before like if something like that happened I would just be like crying and super depressed for the rest of the like for most of the rest of the day um, until I went to bed and like started over the next day and tried again. So like the fact that it only lasted an hour and then I was able to like talk it out with her in a good healthy way like say why I was upset for her to reassure me and then we spent like the rest of the night like talking just about whatever not about that just about life stuff before we went to bed and it ended on a very like the mood that I was in was gone after like an hour or so um but like that stuff will happen if I'm alone more especially because I feel like the fact that I'm alone and I don't have people to like kind of talk those feelings out with just it just reiterates the the feeling of being alone And being alone is, like, I was alone for 
so long. And like it sounds weird to say that if you've never, if you're someone listening to this who didn't, like, who wasn't abused when you're growing up. Because the whole time I was growing up, I didn't live alone. Like, I lived with a sister who was only two years younger than me. And I always had, like, people around, like, neighborhood friends or, um, there were always just some people around us. And, like, you know, my parents went in and out. So I was never actually alone, like, technically, but I was because I was always carrying this huge thing and I and I couldn't tell anybody about it couldn't even act I couldn't even admit to myself that it even happened so it's like I've always felt so separate from everybody else like ever since I was a kid I never really got along with kids at school like like, I was thinking about it the other day, because the stupid shooter who killed the protesters in Kenosha, um, there were some articles about how he was a bully, or how he was bullied, and I hate that stuff, because I was bullied a lot when I was in school, so I was thinking about it, and, like, like, I can remember sitting at school when I was in, like, first grade, waiting for my mom to come pick me up my mom or dad to come pick me up after school because they didn't have like an after school program then and one of the kids there's like two other boys there waiting and whatever boy that was was like I can remember once he was like flinging a like a jump rope one of those jump ropes with like the little plastic bead things on them at me like it was like a game he was playing and I was actually like scared and it actually hurt when they hit me, but of course I never told any, I've never even told anyone that even happened. <laughs> like, to this day, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've saying this out loud for somebody else to even hear. And I never, I definitely never, like, my, my, I'm pretty sure it was my dad who picked me up that day. And if I would have told him what that kid did, he would have, like, holy crap, he would have lost his, like, shit on that kid. Um... But I didn't tell him because I was taught from... I was only six then, but I was taught at such a young age to hide things. So that's what happens. And, like, I remember when I was in first grade, like, going... Being in the bathroom, and I've always had this anxiety about the bathroom. <laughs> um, like, being in, in a public bathroom. When I'm in, like, a stall, I don't like getting out, going out, and, like leaving when somebody else is already in there um probably from like anxiety of being around other people I don't like looking at myself in the mirror so like if somebody else is in there I like try to stay in there until I until they leave so I can remember being in the bathroom and I was in like seriously first grade and um not wanting to leave the stall and some of the other like girls in my first grade class were like outside like my stall and I could see them like almost like looking in on me through like the little you know the little divot or whatever if people know what American bathrooms look like and um and like like laughing and giggling like they thought it was funny like what they were doing um and because I was you know but I was like scared to 
leave the bathroom stall when they were in there and they were probably like thinking it was funny because I wouldn't I was in there probably for a while waiting for them to leave and they wouldn't leave so like that was when I was six so I've always felt like I don't fit in anywhere for a really long time and I think the friends that I made from the Star Wars fandom especially is hard because I went through everything I went through when I was friends with them. Like, really close friends with them. They were some of the first people I ever told. They were the first people I ever told. The first person I ever told about, like, the abuse was a friend that I made from Star Wars who... I knew was abused by somebody um I still consider him a friend <laughs> but it's the fact that I went through all of this like whole craziness when I was friends with them that I felt like because we went through this crazy time that they that I would always feel close to them so it's been really like hard the last like year or so to just feel like that bond like that closeness we used to have just like leaving and not really necessarily knowing why and feeling like it's my fault though because that's my default (laughs) and also because I'm the one that changed like the rest of them are still involved in fandom stuff in the same way that they were before I'm the one who completely detached from it um so I feel like I did something wrong or I don't know I don't know it's hard I don't like feeling alone but at the same time it's like I now know that I'm not willing to have people in my life just to have people so it, I feel like I'm trapped where like I don't really fit in any of the friends groups that I had before and the friends that I did have here are gone and I'm honestly I'm glad they're gone and COVID's going on so it's extremely hard to like go anywhere to see people because you just don't do that anymore in the U.S. (laughs) And who knows the next time that will even be possible. And even if it was possible, I don't have a car. So it will be a little bit more difficult to do things like that. Um, And I don't engage in things in the internet world the same way. Like I don't want to join like a quote unquote like fandom or whatever for something else anymore. Like I just... I don't feel that way about it. I don't I don't need to like spend my time listening to podcasts and reading articles and talk and discussing on Twitter and and things like that and reading books and comics and TV shows and movies or whatever it happens to be um about something anymore. It's just not like what I want to do. So I feel like it feels like this weird feeling is going to be like never ending.
because I don't know how like I'll find new people because the world has stopped and the only way that I've ever found friends since I was like 12 I don't do anymore so like how does how is that going to happen I don't know I don't have an answer and I don't mean for this podcast to make people sad because most of it has just been me crying on and off but this is just where I am today I just feel like a mess like I haven't I hadn't showered in over a week and just I couldn't stand it anymore and just went and showered during one of my 15 minute breaks at work feel way better after doing that but um and I think part of it is that I'm not good with change and there's been so much change lately like I was doing better with doing like the self-care things and then like taking a shower every day and trying to you know actually eat (laughs) um even if what I'm eating isn't the best I was eating more than like once a day and um and like figuring out life for myself with who I am now and then like everything happened with my old apartment where I had to suddenly where everything was so up in the air for like two months and then for the last month I've lived with my sister which is not like where I usually am so being in a place I'm not like it's not it's different and it's not completely comfortable because it takes forever for me to feel comfortable around other people especially um like I've known the whole time I'm there that I'm technically just like a guest you know and there's nothing wrong with that like that's just the situation I was in it wasn't like I wasn't moving in there I wasn't moving to that place permanently it was I knew it was short term that like even when I'm I move into my new apartment on Friday like even when I move in there I'm still gonna be freaking out for a while because even though it's my apartment um it's still like a totally new place um with completely different neighbors a new address um new things are around me I don't have a car so I have to kind of figure out like like what can I order online like off of like shipped or whatever to get food or to get art supplies so I can still do what I want to do in this new place it's just it'll I know it'll take a while for me to feel like that's like my home and not just like a place I happen to be (laughs) um because that's just how it is so like all this change keeps happening and been really hard to deal with and I know it's just going to keep happening because if nothing else this world this year has taught that there needs to be a lot of change but it's it's scary and I guess I just wanted to show like this side of like having PTSD or going through what I have that even though I am feeling 
a lot better than I was before and I have a much better outlook on myself and the world and just everything that I still have things like this that are hard that it's still not easy and it's not like I guess it's not like when you even when you do go through the really hard work like I did last year it's not like a switch goes off and you're just fine <laughs> there's always things I think there are always like little things that will come up that you need to deal with um I've like I haven't been to therapy in so long like I stopped because I didn't have any money and then COVID happened and I just can't do therapy um not in person and it's and none of the therapists I've been able to find like trauma therapists always trauma therapists for anyone wondering <laughs> um always go to a trauma therapist if you have anything similar to what I've been talking about um they haven't been meeting in person which makes sense but means that I can't see them so like when I do end up going I feel like I'm going to go in there with like a list <laughs> of everything that has come up that I know I need to work out with a th- with a therapist and that's really the only person I could work something like that out with um I don't know what I wanted this podcast to be. I don't want to make people sad, I guess, and feel like, you know, even when you do feel better, like, what does it matter because you still have days like this? But I guess the the good part of day it is is that even though I've ha- I'm having a day like this, it's nowhere near as bad as it would have been before. And it's hard, like, it's really hard feeling lonely and sad, but... Honestly, think like having like some standards for myself makes it worth it.